It's the VNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Wednesday, April 20th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. It's 420. 420. Do you plan to blaze it today, bro? Actually, you know, I've been meaning to go and get some more gummies. Uh, oh. To help me sleep. and Because I bought some, and then I lost them. I don't know where they went. A little bit concerning. I hope it... They weren't found by a child. That's all I was thinking about that. I, do, I don't think so, though. Anyway, I want to go get more, so maybe I'll do that. Maybe not smoke it, but... Celebrate 420 with some gummies? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, the weather here is just awful. Parts of Calgary got, like... I, don't, I didn't see the official measurement, but... The northwest quadrant of the city seemed to have like a foot of new snow last night. It yeah, was it's it's insane. Terrible. But I mean, all of Canada is suffering through this right now, so it's it's good weird. Point. Like the whole country just is everywhere's not good. Not a not great good. spring. No. For the wonderful country of Canada this year. Yeah. Hopefully, we got a nice summer on the way today on the show. It is Wednesday, so you'll hear a heritage moment. Mm-hmm. Etymology. We got some white girl and white bro quotes. Shauna's going to quiz me on celebrities who were self-made versus had significant advantages to start out. Uh, There's a word that I think, it's a medical word, and I think we need to think about changing that. A new type of snobs, some real wisdom from a Terry. Do you have smelly feet? All that and more after today's Out of Context clip of the show. They say, sir, you have angina. I'd be like, what did you say to me? (laughs) V and S in 20 minutes or less. Do you remember that meme that we were sent last week about, uh, like... You know, the stereotypical, like, real rock radio Yeah, we station. recreated it because it did. was really funny. And it yeah. sounded like this. You're listening to 1023 Real Rock FM, where we play nothing but rock, rock, and more rock. This ain't your granny station. 1023 Real Rock so, FM. needless to say, a little over the job, but... And this then right is, into Imagine Dragons. Yes, this is the memes <laughs> that uh, people are sending around right now, which is so funny. Friend of the show, Irwin, sent me the, the country version of this. Oh, yeah. He said it's it's kind of like the same format, right? Yeah. Vinyl Scratch, you're listening to. Mm-hmm. Fiddle Lick, 1029, Twangy Guitar, Real Country FM, where we play nothing but the best real country music. Yep. Yeehaws, none of the BS, and then into something that's like barely country. Amazing. So, yep. that's here. here's that version. <laughs> You're listening to 1029 Real Country FM, where we play nothing but the best real country music with none of the BS. 1029 Real Country FM. Doesn't make a dance. VNS in 20 minutes or less. I was over at a friend's house recently and somebody had a, a serious case of stank feet going on. Mm-hmm. And for a moment, I thought it was my feet. And I was absolutely devastated. Like I was actually, I was holding myself off into the corner of the room because I was like, I can't let anybody smell this. At one point, <laughs> I went to the bathroom and was looking for some poo spray just to be able to maybe disguise the scent a little bit on my feet. And then I realized when I shut the door, I was like, wait a second, I don't smell it anymore. Like hmm, maybe it's not me, and then the next time we were with that same group of friends, same thing happened. Could smell these feet, wasn't mine. I was just like somebody oh. in this group has got us going on, and I don't know what to do about it. Feet is a bad smell. It's a I've, bad one. I've said before on the air that if I'm at a party or something and someone has a really bad case of foot odor, mm-hmm. I kind of want to go home. Like it'll it, it'll ruin my night. It 
it's bad. Like it's it's very <laughs> distracting. If you're at a party and somebody around you has got that strong scent going on, it's it's really hard. Oh, I can smell it right now. Just thinking about I it. I honestly like, and now I'm trying to figure out how who it is. Like I feel like I need to know. I need to know who in this group of friends. Uh, we were thinking about meeting at my house next time, and I I'm a little apprehensive. Like I'm like, is it is it bad to do kind of a foot check at the door or? You can be subtle about it. Yeah. Yeah. Here, let me remove your shoes. But that's not. That's not good because then they room. Maybe I should say leave your shoes on because then it'll keep that odor at bay, right? Like people like we're gonna do a shoes on party. It's a shoes on. We have done shoes on parties at your house. We, Is that why? Well, it's not why, but foot odor? next time I think it will be. Uh, other than that, like, what do you do? Because you don't want to just flat out say like, "Look, your f- your feet stink." But what co- do you, you can't really do anything? Do a little a quick slideshow at the beginning of the party about foot odor and how to keep it at bay. Like everyone, we're just going to watch this quickly first. Okay? Before we get into dinner, we're going to have the ceremonial washing of the feet. Good. <laughs> yes. you know, it was good enough for Christ. It's good enough for us. Everybody okay? stop. VNS in 20 minutes or less. I came across this clip yesterday and I thought the message was very good and very well delivered. Okay. This is a real Southern Terry here giving you some, giving you some advice on not judging people. Can I play it for you? Yes, please. This ladder stayed in the house yesterday. This ladder stayed outside. Right off the bat, this ladder looked better than this ladder. That's how we view people. We don't take into consideration that this poor bastard stayed outside all night in the cold and the rain and all the other shit. And sometimes all you need in life is a little bit of help. That's the best part right there because he takes the fresh lighter and uses it to light the soggy lighter. Y'all don't be too quick to judge. We all go through shit. Be there for somebody sometimes. They may need you, and by God, you may need them. I love everything about that. What a great message, that Terry. Just, that was just... The message is... His voice is phenomenal. Everything about that is great. They speak in a language I can understand. Oh, my well, God. I, mean, I understand the metaphor. I can't really yep. understand him that well, but I understand the metaphor. No, I remember. I, I, I can understand you got both. It all? Although I thought he said ladder at first. Ladder. I was envisioning a ladder, it's not a lighters. lighter. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. Be Terry, thank you. Thank you for that message. We all needed that this morning. By God, you may need them. Yeah. You can extrapolate that even. I'm I mean, actually almost tearing up a little bit. <laughs> this beer comes in a clear bottle. This yep. beer comes in a brown bottle. Hell, this beer comes in a green bottle. But inside, it's all beer. Well, even the latter is the one messy. that stayed up all night and you know in the cold, and the one that was inside and staying warm. And I understand. <laughs> BNS in 20 minutes or less. Yesterday, Beckler, you were talking about your bowling experience, and you were playing with your kids. Yes, took the kids. They'd never been before. And then you, you said that nobody threw a strike. <sighs> In your group? No, we and, sucked. It and was the m- bumpers were up? Me, my brother, and Bowen Brigham. And yeah, we had the rails up for them. You bet. And no, in two games, no one in our foursome threw a strike. There were children on either side throwing strikes. And me and my brother were just looking at each other like, this is horrible. You mentioned this <laughs> off the air to me, and I was like, this needs to, this needs to be, we need to talk about this. <laughs> it's so it funny. embarrassing. I, uh, I went bowling with my boyfriend a couple weeks ago. I love bowling. I it's really little, do. It's so much fun. Although I only, I only tin, 10 pin. It's so funny. I never grew up five pin bowling, and now when I see it, I'm just like, that seems silly to me. I don't know why. I don't. It's just a different type of bowling. It is true, and I know it's it's bigger here in the prairies than it was when I was growing up in Ontario. Like you could hardly find a place that even had five pin from. It was in invented Toronto, in Toronto. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, they invented it because they people customers at this alley thought that. Uh, 10 pin was too strenuous. Yeah. So they made an easier. They made game. an easier version. <laughs> but I still, I just, 
I don't know why I look down upon it. I shouldn't, but I do. <laughs> you do look down upon it, don't I, you? I also <laughs> looked. I look down upon eight-pound balls, too. Like, if you're using the smallest balls that you can get at the alley, I'm like, come on now. You can do better than that. Well, my strategy forever for bowling has been the heaviest ball I can find on the rack and throw and it, throw as, it hard as, as hard as I possibly can. Also, maybe why you're not getting strikes. <laughs> it's not the best strategy. You know what I am, though? I'm a full-out bowling snob. Like, the way that I'm talking right now, I am a you bowling snob. You are. You're snob. like, oh, five-pin? Five what a loser. Oh. They only do that on the prairies. Serious. <laughs> I know. Oh, five-pin bowling is for children. Real men only play ten-pin. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, those eight-pound balls aren't even regulation. My balls are twice that size, and I can go bigger. Oh, it's glow bowling right now. <laughs> I'll come back when we're taking the sport a little more seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I'd like to protest your throwing arm. That arm doesn't look regulation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if it is your birthday. I'm bringing my own ball, shoes, towel, and fingerless bowling glove. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I don't shake hands. That hand is specifically reserved for slipping into the sacred three holes of a bowling ball. <laughs> <laughs> DNS in 20 minutes or less. You know what term I think we should think about changing? What's that? Angina. Oh, that's a bad one. Yeah, it's true. So it's a it's a heart condition, if you don't know, and it's defined as chest pain caused by reduced blood flow to the heart. Doesn't sound good. No, and it can be quite serious, mm -hmm. but nobody who hears the word angina is thinking that. No. We're all thinking the other thing. It, yeah. <laughs> Although, is that too close to, like, you know, Regina, and everybody makes the same joke about that? Maybe, Angina's worse, so... I though. think it is, because it's a... I know. It's, it's serious. It's, it's a condition. It's a, yeah. it's a medical thing, right? Yeah, you're right. They say, sir, you have angina. I'd be like, what did you say to me? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you react poorly so to it. No, you have angina. <laughs> no, sir, you actually, you have a heart condition. It's called angina. No, I think I definitely make no, I a fart noise with my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody giggles when they hear that. Even though, like I said, it's serious. Uh, yep. It's not something to laugh at, but if they told me I had angina, I would laugh. I would laugh first and, and like, then go into what that means. I don't you understand, sir. This is like... <laughs> okay, sorry, what, what do I have? No, oh. I'm pretty sure I don't, but... Oh, my. <laughs> you see, you're the doctor. You, you Can say we at so. least change the name of it? <laughs> How far into medical school do you think you have to get before you no longer laugh at that? Like you have I to think be you still with, laugh at it. <laughs> I don't think you ever get to that point. Unless you specialize in it? Yes, or, maybe. And you hear it every day. You have to constantly tell everybody they have angina and you get the same <laughs> reaction every time. And, uh, yeah, eventually that maybe would get old. But even if you're a doctor and you're only hearing it once in a while, do you think it's still funny? Imagine being the doctor who only gets to diagnose <laughs> angina. All right, here we go again. <laughs> you have uh, angina. I have to tell another person. They're going to laugh and it's just... Oh, for God's sake! I, I imagine even they find it funny. It's true. You get, You'd hope so. You got to find your medical charts. It says here you have angina. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> yep. Oh man! Like all the words, we could have come up with something else. And what does the suffix "gina" mean? Maybe look into that for etymology for me, Shauna. Okay. Is there? Any <laughs> <laughs> We'll do that soon. <laughs> oh, my angina's flaring up again. V and S in 20 minutes or less. Friend of the show, Blair, texted and said, what if it's acute angina? Oh, my God. I have acute what? <laughs>
Oh my God! It's, oh, yeah. it's the. I mean, you really have to punch the Jaina part of it. That's where. That's where it gets funny. Yeah, I mean, it, no, it does. You don't even have to punch it. You don't even just saying Jaina. Still, you have Jaina. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it sounds like you're saying China, which actually makes it less funny. No, angina. Yeah. Saying it like Donald Trump. Jaina. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Angina. Angina. I'm sorry. It, it doesn't even mean anything anymore, no. does it? It's lost no, all meaning. No, it's gone. VNS in 20 minutes or less. There was an article about self-made celebrities floating around yesterday, Beckler. Mm-hmm. And I, I saw this and I thought of you because we often discuss kind of how rare it is for celebrities or millionaires or whomever to truly be self-made without the help of rich parents or or some sort of, yeah. you know. It's just amazing when you start to read into, like, you think of a celebrity and you look them up and then it's like oh they were the daughter of yeah this royalty or this like investment banker it's like most most people who make it seem to have some sort of advantage although i know the concept of like self-made is kind of falling out of falling out of vogue altogether because i mean some people argue that nobody is truly self-made yeah you know? it's true like if you grow up here even if you go to a public school definitely you know like there are people helping you along the way yep yeah, although, yeah, there's definitely some people who, yeah, grew up with all the money that... That's right. Some people have, you know, they start on third base, as they say, right? Yeah. So, so anyway, I thought these are fairly obvious, I think, but I thought I'd maybe quiz you quickly and then we could talk about these celebrities. Sure. All right. So first of all, Celine Dion. Like, was she self-made or was not? Was she self-made or not? As far as I know, she didn't have like any major advantages growing up. No, she was self-made. She grew up in a family of 14 in Quebec. Oh! 14, uh, so three or four of them were in a bed at one point, and she said there weren't bedrooms. They all kind of just had these beds, and they all were stuffed in there. So she didn't uh, grow up with a whole lot advantage. Yeah, if you're one of 14, you're it's probably not going to be too much extra kicking around, Definitely right? not. Uh, Puff Daddy. I don't know. Was he... he- also self-made. He was self-made? Yeah, he grew up in Harlem, and I didn't know this, but his dad was shot to death when he was three. And he said the the reason that he kind of was so inspired to make his own money is because he asked his mom for a pair of shoes when he was younger, and he remembers she cried, and she couldn't uh, afford it. So he said, I want to never see that face again. And, then and he, now he is incredibly wealthy. Super wealthy. Yeah. Uh, Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill seems to me like the kind of guy who maybe had some advantages. Yeah. His mom was a fashion stylist and fashion designer, and his dad was an accountant for Guns N' Roses. Oh, cool. <laughs> Didn't know that, but they grew up in L.A. and they had lots of money. Yeah, so. okay. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. Jeez, I have no idea. Like, I don't know much about her. No. Uh, she was self-made. One of eight kids. So her family was on welfare when they grew up, she said, and the family didn't have electricity at times, and they were Whoa. always trying to kind of skirt around paying bills, and uh, she said, like, birthday and Christmas often wasn't a thing, because they just didn't have the cash, so. And she certainly made it. She's rich now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bradley Cooper. Well, I mean, look how good looking he is, right? Yeah. Like, life isn't tough when you look like that. It's true. And he grew up rich. Uh, his dad was a stockbroker. His mother worked for NBC, and he went to a very high elite uh, private school. So, Okay. Yeah, one that, like, prepares kids for Ivy League colleges and uh, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Nicki Minaj. I think Nicki Minaj... Like it was kind of bottom up, right? Yeah. And she, yeah. Yeah. She says her mom would often rent out the house and they would live in the basement to make ends meet. So when they were, yeah, tight for cash, they'd rent out the top of the house and then the rest of them would move into the basement for a bit just to mm. get some extra cash. Uh, and one last one for you Ariana, Ariana Grande. 
Oh, she's wealthy. Yeah. I know she grew up wealthy. I'd heard this story before. Yes. Her mother was a CEO of a communications company. Her father founded a graphic design firm. So uh, I guess she had a lot of early exposure, too. And she like pl- like sang the national anthem at the Panthers game and okay. stuff. So. And even that, I mean, the biggest advantage I think that a person like that has is like the cushion to fall back on. You can take 10 years to chase your dreams. It's true. Because... You know, you're not going to end up on the streets if it doesn't work out. Right? That is so, very true. Yeah. yeah. BNS in 20 minutes or less. I don't know what got us talking about this on the weekend, but my, my, my younger brother lived in Finland briefly. Which is so awesome. Yeah. And I asked him if he thinks he was there long enough and like saw enough of the country to get a good feel for Finnish culture and like what Finns are like as people. And he said he thinks he did, but he thinks it's because he spent most of his time in a rural area. Oh, yeah, that's how you have to do it. Yeah, and I thought that was interesting. We got talking about that, and we both agreed that, you know, he's more well-traveled than I am, and you are too, but that many major cities around the world, at least in the developed world, seem fairly similar. Well, we've talked about this before because I, when I went to Japan, for example, uh, we, we stopped in in Tokyo, but then we did a lot of other of our traveling outside of that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to spend any time in Tokyo. I wanted to see it for one day, but I had a friend who wanted to spend more time. And I was like, it's just like every major city. Tokyo is like New York, which is like Toronto. Mm-hmm. And those bigger cities now are becoming very similar to one another. And it, it, with Tokyo, for example, it's intentional. Because they want to make it look North American, right? They're going after that North American look. Okay. Uh, and it truly is. Like, you look around there, and it could it could be any major city. I, I honestly, I don't like going in major cities anymore. I'm like, I live downtown Toronto, been there, done that. Much bigger, I understand, but it's all the same. That's what he was saying about, my brother was saying about a lot of the major European cities. It's yeah. just like, there, you know, there are subtle differences between them, language or, you know, architecture or whatever. But, I mean, so many of the big cities around the world are so international now yeah. and so multicultural and they have people and food from all over the world and stuff yep. and the same stores. It is. The it's same. the same North American stores that you'll see in every major city now in the hub. It's just like, yeah, yeah. they have their H&M, they have their, right? So yeah, I, I thought that was so interesting that to, to really experience a country, you kind of have to leave the major cities. And I think that's probably true. Even like you said, of Canada, yep. right? Like Toronto, Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton, like, are they are they really that different? No. Whereas, if you go to some small town in Manitoba, I think that's probably where you're a little more likely to get like the the real feel for Canadian culture. It's funny because when I was in Japan and we traveled away from, I forget what small, we were in some small town at one point, but that was where the people like pulled me aside and pointed at my skin <laughs> because there were a couple of people that I believe in that town had never left the town and had not seen somebody as pale as me ever in their life and they were an older couple and they were so shocked and again it's because they're away from like the tourist hubs where right. you're in a tourist hub of course you get people from everywhere and so you're just kind of used to seeing that whereas that couple that saw me in the store they did they did not they weren't used to that mm-hmm. yeah the translucent skin they were like this is something else yeah you got to go rural you got to meet the terries yeah or whatever the that country's version of a terry is yeah go deep you gotta go deep the, that's where the culture is really still alive it's eh? true bns in 20 minutes or less i have both a white girl quote and a white bro quote for you Sean. oh sweet and you're welcome to rate each of them okay okay first one comes from friend of the show dallin we'll start with the white bro quote okay if God allows a Goliath in front of you, then he knows there's a David inside you. Oh, that is beautiful. Yeah. Oh, that is fantastic. You're the underdog. Yep. How many podcasts out of 10 does that one get? I'm going to give that one, I think it gets a, a solid eight. 
Huh. Out of 10. Eight podcasts out of 10. Maybe even an 8.5 lifts out of 10, bro. <laughs> Down yeah. was like, how cranked does that get you to go oh, to the gym? Yeah. Because I've always seen myself as more of a Goliath character. Large, easily taken out by a small rock, probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I'm the more of the Goliath in that story than as the David, large, I think. So. Large and aren't in charge, <laughs> except for a small rock takes you out. Yeah, it's true. I get that. Mm. The white girl, girl quote comes from friend of the show, Jennifer. Okay. Of all fires... Love is the only inexhaustible one. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. No, it's not overly white girl. No? I mean, it's it's it is, but it doesn't extend beyond to the the comical side necessarily. You know, I, I agree. Mean, it sounds like it almost love. be like you know, like an ancient piece of Chinese wisdom or something. It like does. It's, so I'm gonna give that one. Hmm. How many expensive breakfasts out of ten? Seven expensive bre- yeah. breakfasts. Yeah. We've. <laughs> We've had whiter and girlier phrases on the segment before, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, maybe seven and a half rosés all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Rosés all day. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Etymology with Shauna. On occasion, we get calls from this young fellow, Liam. Yeah, we do. And he wants you to do, to look into the etymology of certain words. Hell we got yeah. one such call recently. I was wondering if Shauna could do an etymology. Ooh, oh, for what? Uh... The term frankly. The term what, sorry? Frankly? Frankly, yeah. I've been like, frankly, I've been working out. Interesting. Uh, That's who's a good Frank? question. Who's Frank? Who is Frank? Why does he want to know so frankly? Yeah. Okay. Mm, so were you able to look into this for, for Liam, Shauna? Yeah. Where does the term frankly come from? It's uh, it's pretty involved. So it's actually super old. It dates back to the Middle Ages. Uh, but the word frank comes from the old French franc which dates back to around 1300. And then the French borrowed that word from medieval Latin, the word Francus, which meant free. And the reason that Francus meant free was because of the Frankish tribes. And I guess the Frankish tribes national weapon was the javelin, which is Franken in prehistoric Germanic. And then the Frankish tribes conquered. And when they did that, the ethnic Franks were then granted full political freedom, apparently, which is why that then became to know, be known as as free, it was all so to, to speak do with, freely, to speak frankly. Yes. Wow, that is quite involved. Um, Super involved. So I'm trying to remember all the steps there that got us. To, <laughs> well, so that, there was a there was a tribe. Yes. And then there was a a spear. Yep. And so the, the spear was called the Frankish. Okay, and then that kind of went on to then be associated with the Frankish tribes. Okay. And those tribes then. Um, <laughs> were Are you as known to be known as free because of the freedom that they were granted okay. after they conquered. And then it kind of went through to French that way. Very confusing. Now, is that where like France comes from? Is well, there a relation to the word France there? You'd, you'd assume so. And then I was thinking, and then there was there's the franc, the, the currency, which means free, which That's is right. very confusing, right? Because hmm. then you're like, that. well, no, because we use that to pay for things that aren't free. So... It's interesting that that's all kind of intertwined as well. But very, very deep. That just went, that took us down a a journey. There's a dance studio near my house called Dance with France or Dance with France, depending on how you want to pronounce that. I thought you were going to say Dance with Frank, which is (laughs) even funnier. Maybe it means to dance freely. Yeah, there you go. Dance dance with Frank. I prefer Dance with Frank. (laughs) Who's Frank? And I want to dance with sure. Etymology with Shauna. BNS in 20 minutes or less. A Calgary Heritage Moment. 
We've talked a lot about the various historical buildings and the real movers and shakers within Calgary, but sometimes the most memorable people are just the people that you frequently encounter in your day-to-day life. And there are a few significant Calgary characters whose legend lives on through the memories of many who grew up in this city. People who were known to frequent downtown during the 60s and 70s. One such lady was Mrs. Linton. She was a very well-dressed older lady who lived near Chicken on the Way and as such spent a lot of time in the inner city. She was famously known for putting out stranger cigarettes with her water pistol. She was also sometimes called the Bible bus lady as she was very religious and was well known for her public preaching. Mrs. Linton would always have a Bible in tow and she would preach on the buses as she traveled around town. She also played the piano and taught religious songs to neighborhood kids. She was always extremely well-dressed, carrying a cane and wearing a classic pillbox hat and perfectly coiffed hair beneath. She even wrote a religious book at one point titled You Better Believe It, which she authored under the name Bible Maggie. Yet another nickname, though this one's self-prescribed. She was also known to eat chips at the Bay's flagship store downtown before going bargain shopping. Another downtown character who became quite famous was known as Five Star Annie. She wore a shredded jacket with five-star whiskey bottles attached to it, thus the nickname Five Star Annie. She too frequented the downtown core, hunting for discarded treasures. And then there was Dancing Annie, who, just as her name describes, used to spend her days downtown dancing to anything and everything she could. Every city has these characters who become part of the fabric of downtown, and these are a few who have called Calgary home. This has been a Calgary Heritage Moment. You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.